to the This Is Believeland podcast. Now, I'm just going to get right into it. You knew after the Browns' loss on Sunday, there was going to be lots of reactions, lots of, <clears throat> I guess, hot takes, opinions. None of them are necessarily accurate. Things got started off on the, I guess, wrong foot with all of them on Get Up yesterday. <laughs> when Rex Ryan proceeded to call Baker Mayfield overrated. Now, apparently, Marcus Spears decided to double down with this opinion, also saying that Baker Mayfield is overrated. And then saying that Daniel Jones is better than Baker Mayfield. Here are two things we do not know. One, how good Daniel Jones is. Two, if Baker Mayfield is or is not overrated. We don't have that information right now. A lot more football is going to need to be played in order to understand whether or not that Baker Mayfield is overrated or Daniel Jones is even better. So we don't have that info yet. We don't have the knowledge for either one of those. It's very easy to take shots at Baker Mayfield right now because of how the offense is struggling. I mean, Pro Football Focus has decided to do the exact same thing, take some shots at it, but the reality is, is that Pro Football Focus doesn't tell the whole story. It's a very nice analytical tool that needs to be used in conjunction with, you know, film and eyes and traditional ways of looking at football. But you can't rely 100% on numbers that they produce. Football is a game that's hard to just quantify by a number that uh, something such as Pro Football Focus puts out there. And it's a number really that's more, I guess, good to look at over a large enough sample size for one, and two, more as a reflective tool, not necessarily one that is used to predict anything. Part of the problem is it doesn't factor in the difference of what we saw from last year with Baker Mayfield and what we see now with Baker Mayfield. The only real quantifiable number we can find is the amount of time that it takes for him to throw the ball. And that's not some advanced statistic. It's just literally counting up to two and a half seconds. And you can be realizing watching the broadcast that they brought it up, that he is much better when they get the ball out under two and a half seconds, not holding the ball as long. Now, while I'm talking about numbers and holding the ball as long, I'm going to go on to this little tangent for a second because out of nowhere, this ESPN pass block win rate, blocking percentage, analytic, whatever they want to call it, came out. And I don't know what to make of this because they're the first couple weeks they're giving Browns these uh, Browns blockers and offensive linemen these great glowing reviews, great numbers. I'm watching this. I'm like, how the hell do they even have a number even close to this? Sure, Treader and Batonio are fantastic, but everybody else is terrible. You know why Treader and Batonio are doing so good? They're not sending pressure there as much. They're attacking Hubbard and Robinson and everybody else because they know they're not as good. Show me those numbers. Those numbers are terrible. Eric Cush got the shit kicked out of him by Aaron Donald. Even Joel Batonio did. Joel Batonio just, like, got the floor wiped with them by Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald went right past him. Like it was nothing. Teams are going to go around the ends because they know that's the weak spot of the Browns offensive line. So until people realize that 
it's not just a number and it films required numbers like these blocking analytics are completely useless it's great that it shows this blocking two and a half seconds i think is their their timing on it for this this block number but it you can't just sit there and you know pound your fist saying that this is a definitive good number for pass blocking. Yeah, if the Browns run all those two and a half second pass plays like they should, sure, show me those numbers, but they're not. There's a problem that we have, and it involves uh, the offense being called. And that offense has shown some shades of offensive coordinator Todd Monken. Now, Freddie Kitchens is the guy running the show. He's the guy calling the plays. He's the guy who's in charge. No one's arguing that. But if you watch the Browns play, every play that's pretty much a disaster, you can tell is something they did not run last year. It's something that requires Baker Mayfield to hold the ball and wait for routes to develop down the field. That's that's not how, that's not what he's good at. The, the Sunday Night Football broadcast told you that, and when the people on the broadcast tell you that, it needs to be obvious to everybody. Because generally, they're fucking clueless. And it's obvious to fucking Chris Collinsworth, it should be obvious to you. Now, these plays, they're not working. So I I see a lot of people calling for Freddie Kitchens to give up play calling, for Todd Monken to get more involved. Todd Monken is going to make things much, much worse. He has, under his three years in Tampa, the quarterback did nothing but hold the ball and get hit. Now, that's not what we need. We don't need Baker Mayfield holding the ball longer, taking more hits. We need him to get rid of the ball faster and take less hits, which is the complete opposite of what Todd Monken does. These plays, these concepts, everything is too complicated. It's complex. I know it's fun to think about with all these new weapons, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. And, you know, you got Jarvis Landry. And when he doesn't have a broken rest, David Njoku. And it's, you know, you try to get all these great concepts going together and all these complex ideas, but they're not working. One of the most intelligent things I've ever heard actually comes from the office of all places. Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple. You know what the Browns have succeeded at? Keeping the offense simple. They don't need deep passing routes. They don't need to hold the ball. They don't need all these complicated moving parts. Literally snap the ball, have Baker Mayfield decide to, you know, hand it off or throw, then throw. Baker Mayfield can RPO everybody to death, but for some reason, we're running these deep passing routes. I I don't get it. (laughs) You're literally doing exactly what defenses want you to do. The, the key to making an offense struggle is to take away their strengths, make them play left-handed. You're doing that for them when you're calling these plays. You're taking away Baker Mayfield's strength of making a quick read and getting the ball out fast. You're taking away what they're good at and just saying, here, we're going to play at a disadvantage and hope it works. That's absolute insanity. You cannot keep doing that. What we saw last year out of Freddie Kitchens when he took over the play calling was quick, decisive, and creative plays. We're only seeing that in spurts this year. Only sometimes have we seen those plays. 
pretty much every time they get some nice drive going right down the field, they march right down all the way. Play after play after play after play. And there's that Rams defense got tired. They looked annoyed. They looked mad that they just kept getting carved up. That was the Kitchens plays. That was the Kitchens offense we saw last year. This isn't this Todd Monken nonsense. If you want to move the ball down the field consistently and be a productive offense, you got to run the Kitchens offense. I don't know what to tell you. You know, speaking <laughs> speaking of that, now we need to talk about, I guess, Todd Monken again. And that is, <laughs> sometimes... You need to know when you made a mistake and cut bait before it's too late. Because if you hang on to a mistake and just wait too long, you're doing nobody any good. And so they need to figure out what they're doing offensively and whether or not they want to admit that they might have made a mistake by hiring Todd Monken. <laughs> you know, attractive name, you know, could go find himself a head coaching job somewhere, you know, college maybe. Maybe someone gets very infatuated with this offense. But here's the deal. It's not working with this team. This is not what is playing to their strengths, especially with this offensive line. Outside of Treader and Petonio, nobody can block. You can't have these guys go back into pass block sets all the time when they keep getting beat over and over again. You know why Baker Mayfield keeps scrambling? It's because he doesn't trust the guys in front of him. Some other issues in there, you know, he made some plays in that manner last year. But if you don't trust the guys in front of you, you're not going to stand in the pocket. I've watched that pocket, and you can watch it too. That pocket collapses a lot. And taking something from what Joe Thomas said on the Tomahawk show is that one of the problems on these plays is that the pocket is very narrow and deep, and that's not helping anything. So what they need to do is make a more shallow and wider pocket, allow them to you know, kind of sidestep a little bit if he needs to. Again, this doesn't go hand-in-hand hand with the Todd Monken plays. This narrow and deep pocket is not helping anyone. Because he's going narrow and deep, he's dropping back so far, and what's happening is that these defensive ends or linebackers, pass rushers, whoever, are just going around the ends, and what it does is it just collapses everything quicker than it normally would. They can't keep running these plays, and it, it's it might be time to say goodbye to Todd Monken. Honestly, nothing nothing positive has happened so far. Nothing I've seen has been. Oh look, this was a great move. It's been the complete opposite. I'm telling you right now, you make. The move to either get rid of Todd Monken or eliminate all of his plays from the playbook. His offense will improve tremendously. Because you can't keep calling these plays. Nothing good is going to happen. You want to see Baker Mayfield continue to look like what Rex Ryan and Marcus Spears think he is, which is overrated, which is false. Keep running these plays. But it's not going to help anyone. It's not going to help him. It's not going to help the team. You want to see a team get frustrated and do what everyone thought they were going to, which was fail and fail to live up to the hype, keep running the Todd Monken plays. If you actually want to win some football games, if you want to actually show that you're for real, that you're here and ready to compete, it's time to do what you do best, and that's run Freddie Kitchen's plays. (laughs) 